Hello there, everyone. It's your old pal Danny Matthews here for a solo edition of Men Seeking Tomahawks. I know you're used to hearing the dulcet tones of Mr. Jack Drastic. He's known as Mr. Super Fantastic to the ladies. Uh, but this week, you've got me and, and a very special friend, so stand by for that. Uh, but yeah, Jack's on assignment this week. He's doing something that Well, you'll find out in a coming episode what all he's got going on, but I was put in charge this week, so I was trying to think what's my favorite thing that we've done over the past several months here at Men Seeking Tomahawks, and quite honestly, it's a very special guest that we've welcomed into the studio a number of times, and that's one Mr. Tom Proceeds. Now, he's not Tom Waits, which is where a lot of the confusion happens, and we'll get to that, Uh, but he is the preeminent Tom Waits Tribute Act in the Tri-County area, you know, those three counties that kind of all come together, and he's actually really just a fabulous entertainer and and has become a fabulous friend of ours. So I know a lot of you are new listeners, you've joined us in the most recent episodes, so I thought it would just be a fun exercise to share some of these greatest hits, we'll call them, of Mr. Tom Proceeds with you all. And the best place to start is the first place, and this is the first time that Tom ever joined Men Seeking Tomahawks, and this was actually an episode where we were talking all about neighborhoods, and come to find out, Tom Waits has a song all about the neighborhood, and Jack had told me about it a little bit, so I thought it would be fun to go out and get Mr. Tom Waits to join us live in studio, so I thought I found Tom Waits and thought I invited him over, and well, like you'll hear, come to find out, this wasn't Tom Waits at all, but in my opinion, it's somebody that's even better. So, you know, without explaining this any further, why don't you just have a listen? Totally agreed. And by the way, what was the name of that singer you had mentioned before? The one who did that song about the neighborhood? Oh, yeah. You mean Tom Waits? Yeah, I actually found him, and he's coming on right now to do an interview with us. No, no, you didn't. There's no way that's true. Hold on, hold on. He he told me I had to wheel this piano in first. Hold on. Okay, okay. Okay, now without further ado, here he is, Mr. Tom Waits. <clears throat> Hello, men seeking tomahawks. Uh... Before I take you down a winding path of improvisational enlightenment, uh, we need to clear one thing up. I'm not actually Tom Waits. No, I'm the greatest Tom Waits tribute act in the Tri-County area. That's right. It's me, Tom Proceeds. Uh, Oh, so not Tom Waits. No, no, Tom Proceeds. I swam with the devil to the Joe DiMaggio's quinceanera. (laughs) (sighs) Jesus, what a thinly stretched idea for a bit. Well, you're the schmuck who wrote it, kid. Waltzing down the interstate with a rifle full of pop rocks. Me and my old lady filling out library card applications for ghosts. <laughs> so, Tom, what's it like being the preeminent Tom Waits tribute artist for the Tri-County area? And I, I don't even know what counties those are. Well, 
it's a little like uh, the feeling you get when you're washing the dishes with a platypus made out of lemon meringue. What? You know, a social affair for the well-to-do hobos that keep the town square lively. Uh, Speaking of the town square, what are some of the local venues you like to play? Oh, you know, the usual places, uh, burned down carpet stores, abandoned Cinnabons, uh, haunted lighthouse. (laughs) A lighthouse? I don't think there are too many of those around here, Uh, even in the Tri-County area. There's, like, not an ocean anywhere. Nope. Oh, that's, uh, never mind. Uh, When I can say, uh, when I, uh... I borrow Santa's magic sled anytime it isn't Christmas or truck month at your local food dealership. <laughs> uh, if, you're, <clears throat> if you're just joining us, we're speaking with local Tom Waits tribute artist, Mr. Tom Proceeds. So, Tom, have you recorded any albums on, of your own? I've recorded over 500 studio albums and 77 live albums. My most recent record is a live one. Yeah, I recorded over a four-night engagement I had playing on a CB radio for an audience of several. <laughs> several? Well, I mean, that, that, that does sound pretty experimental. Oh, to the contrary, it was... The most mundane, ordinary event one could imagine. Just like pumping gas into a cardboard box full of pigeon memoirs. (laughs) What? (laughs) Uh, Okay, Tom, uh, we, we were just doing an episode, as a matter of fact, about our neighborhoods and some of the things that have happened to us in them. I mean, you must have some unbelievable stories about neighborhoods, right? I can't say that I do. Uh, I've always preferred to live uh, in an old run-down Mississippi barn house in 1927. All right, all right, all right. This went about as well as it always does, Tom. Thank you for stopping by. I think we're done here. Uh, does this mean you don't want to hear the world debut of my latest ballad? <laughs> you know what? We, we do love playing new music on the program. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, please enjoy a bonus third song for this episode, a world premiere from Tom Proceeds. Tom, take it away. <clears throat> Daniel... Turn your Halloween lights off. Turn your Halloween lights off, Daniel. Oh, Daniel, Daniel. Turn your Halloween lights off now. Daniel, Daniel, Danny, Daniel, Dan, Daniel, Daniel backwards is then dad, and Leonard forwards is Daniel. So, Daniel, Daniel, turn your Halloween lights off right now. Oh, Daniel, Daniel, this is it. It's the end of this song. Take him at his word, Jack. Wrap it up. Come on. (laughs) He said it's over. (sighs) 
<laughs> Mr. Tom proceeds. What a character he is. Wow. Well, that was a fun visit. And this is something that's maybe not so fun or not as fun for Mr. Tom proceeds himself. But this was from our Christmas spectacular that happened just a few months ago now. And Tom told us the story of one of his most adventurous Christmases he's ever experienced. And there's a very special character that joins him along the way. So why don't you, during this musical interlude, hear a little bit about Tom Proceeds and his most wild Christmas. I was 15 minutes outside of Putnam County. It was then that my 76 Oldsmobile Cutlass broke down on the side of the road. I started thumbing it, hitchhiking towards a pool hall with designs on a game of eight ball, cold beer, and sideways glances as the girls strolled by. The cars blew past my outstretched thumb, and as my digit pleaded with them begging for a ride, I must not have been their caliber of hitchhiker. So I trudged on and watched the snow flurries cut a rug. When all of a sudden a glistening red freight train of a Peterbilt came barreling down the interstate, the driver gave a blast from the horn and I listened as the transmission shifted down like a drunk falling down the stairs. I hopped up in the cab and laid my eyes on a broad mountain of a driver. Ho, ho, ho. Where are you headed? He asked. I said, Putnam. And he said he had some stops over there. My chauffeur said his name was Mike or Nick or Steve. I couldn't really recall his... It was just about this time that the ayahuasca I had taken earlier in the evening started to kick in. He talked about hauling freight, and I talked about why it was reasonable for dragons to have turn signals. It was at that point in the evening during our rousing conversation that the most peculiar things started to happen. As I once again surveilled the Peterbilt's cab, I realized that there was no Peterbilt. It was, in fact, cutting through the nighttime sky in a red sleigh, being thrust through the snow by a pack of tiny reindeer. Eight of them, all diminutive in stature. I looked to my left, and I realized that this whole time I had been on a drive with the man that you know as St. Nicholas. I felt like a shrinking violet, knowing that I called him Mike a time or two. As I flew through the skies with Santa, my childhood wonderment rose from the dead like Lazarus in a festive holiday sweater. We bopped from house to house, leaving Red Rider BB guns and dollies and the like. Santa's huge magic bag never ran out of toys. So we made our way down the freeway. We came upon dazzling lights. It was a police checkpoint. As Santa inched forward in a line of Subarus and Pintos, I saw beads of sweat forming on his red rosy cheeks. With the big shiny black boot, St. Nicholas scooted another magic bag over towards me on the floorboard. Ho, ho, ho. If they ask, Tell them this is yours. You gotta do this for old St. Nick. His voice tessellating from jolly to jitters. 
When we reach the boys in blue, they immediately notice the magic bag on the floorboard next to me. Whilst inspecting the bag, what to my wondering eyes did appear but methamphetamines, hallucinogens, and sugar plums, which was a fashionable nickname for a brown paper bag and spray paint in those days. Ho ho ho! Well, I know one boy who's gonna be on the naughty list, Santa said to the roar of laughter from the coppers. And as they slapped the cuffs on me, I watched as Spanna sped off into the night sky. But hey, at least Santa got to my destination. So I'll spend the next 21 months in the Putnam County Correctional Facility. Oh, Tom, always getting into trouble, sometimes with his friends, sometimes with his audience, and in this case, with the law. You know, the long arm of the law. What are you going to do? Luckily, Tom was able to escape from incarceration and, in fact, get back into the real world and do things such as joining Men Seeking Tomahawks on our fabulous podcast. And this next episode that Tom joined us in was one where it was all about music and, in particular, Denton Palooza, which was a music festival that happened in Denton, Texas, which is one of the places that Jack and I used to call home couple years ago, uh, but Denton Palooza brought together all kinds of amazing musical acts from around the Denton area, and Tom Proceeds was apparently really trying to get on this show, but unfortunately our good friend Webb, who was programming the show, just wouldn't pick up the phone. So we actually tried to bring the two together. Uh, Webb had a vasectomy, unfortunately, scheduled for that same day, so he wasn't able to join us, uh, but Tom Proceeds did proceed to join Jack and I in studio, and, you know, wherever Tom goes, excitement follows, so why don't you have a listen? We have a musician waiting out in the green room. He told us that uh, he wanted to play Denton Palooza, uh, but that you wouldn't return any of his calls. He, he, was, uh, he was pretty upset, so we offered him the forum to talk this out with you. Uh... Listen, uh, this guy, uh, he's been blowing me up every day, you know, for weeks now. And I, I really, man, I just really don't want to talk to him. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and bail. Tell him I, uh, I forgot the, I was late for like a vasectomy or something. <laughs> oh, well, uh, how quickly you forget. There's only one door to the studio. And like Jack said, he's standing just on the other side of it. Oh, uh, no problem. Toodles. Oh, holy moly. Oh. Webb. Oh, Webb. I hope I'm he's charging okay. you for that window. <sighs> okay, Dan, what do we do here? Well, I mean, I believe we have no choice but to welcome back to the program the preeminent Tom Waits tribute act in the Tri-County area, Mr. Tom Proceeds. <laughs> Hello, men seeking Tomahawks. Thanks again for having me on this little inebriated unpolished and misadventure on not radio that's now, right where's that scoundrel justin tiberius web you just missed him uh he had to run said something about being late for a vasectomy uh, ain't that always the case if you're not late for a vasectomy you're early for a hacking expedition in males and cones Tennessee 
Wow, and so it starts. Tom, you said you wanted to come on and talk to Webb about Palooza. Oh, yeah, really chafes my chafables that your man Webb ghosted me on this shindig in Denton. Sort of a sucker for the concerts called Paloozas. Uh, I try to play every one. Wait, what, like Lollapalooza? No, 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 the big ones, the big ones. Yeah, we're talking about the uh, Crochet Palooza down in uh, sunny Duluth, Minnesota. Or Trawler Palooza. The yearly festival performed exclusively for an audience of Atlantic herring and mackerel. <laughs> <laughs> so, from the sound of it, Denton Palooza was just as good as any of those events, though. I guess I'll never know. <laughs> but when I heard there was a quiet North Texas community with an albino squirrel, RoboCop, and Scott Bakula's the local college's quarterback. Yeah, I knew I had to see that place. At least write 10 or 20 songs about it anyway. You know, I'm not sure why Webb wouldn't have booked you for this show. Maybe because I'm too straight-laced for that concert goers out there in old Denton. Should I start singing fewer songs about haunted radiators? Should I sing more about the way the moon shines off the side of the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile on Leap <laughs> I actually think either of those subjects make for fine songs, Tom. And, and Webb said you called him a bunch in the weeks leading up to the show, so he never even answered his phone? That's terrible. Telephone? No, no. I don't uh, I don't even own a phone. <laughs> I never bought into any of that telephony cockamamie. The telephone is nothing more than a passing craze. <laughs> okay, uh, so you never called him, but Webb said you had been blowing him up for weeks. Yeah, but in the usual fashion, you know, uh, Western Union telegrams, naval flag signaling, messages affixed to carrier magpies, singing telegrams performed by mariachi bands, you know, the usual. Wow, and it's shocking. He never responded to any of those. Not even to a smoke signal I made by teaching 30 salamanders to vape. <laughs> Wow. That's uh, effort. Yeah, that's, that is effort. Uh, Tom, we're, we're sorry that you didn't get to perform at Dentpalooza, and we're sorry that you didn't get to speak to Webb here. Yeah, that's life, so they say. Well, you boys don't forget to pick up my brand new Christmas album available now at the finer Woolworths, Foley's, and Montgomery Wards. <laughs> Toodles! Hey! Why, why'd you have to go through the good window? Why couldn't he just go through the one that was already broken? He might found, find Webb down there. Yeah. Oh. Jack, I'm going to be honest. You should lighten up. Anyway, I'm also late for my vasectomy. You've got the outro, right? Uh, Sure, Dan. See ya. Oh, come on! <laughs> wow. And now Tom has to go get a vasectomy, too. And you know what? I went and joined him. So it was a fun afternoon for everyone. That's for sure. 
And folks, I only have one more thing for you here from Mr. Tom Proceeds. Now, of course, in the future, I'm sure Tom's going to be joining us several more times. But this last one I'm going to send you off with, we'll call it another musical interlude. This was actually from The Christmas Spectacular as well. And this is Tom telling the story of another fine gentleman. And actually, it's a gentleman that has a whole lot to do with the Christmas story. So it was very apropos that... Tom told it on the Christmas episode. Here is Mr. Tom Proceeds. Joseph settled down in the valley and hung his wild ears on a nail that they drove through his son's hand. He sold used yokes and plows out there in Nazareth. He assumed a 30,000 shekel loan on a little two-bedroom hut. His wife, she was a virgin, but she still got pregnant anyway. Claimed it was the son of God. She gave birth in a manger one night. A bunch of dudes Joseph never met showing up with gifts. Frankincense, myrrh, gold. One night Joseph made his way home from work and he stopped off at the tavern picked up a couple of wine jars and he drank them on his donkey on the way home doused everything in the hut torched it parked the donkey across the street just watched it burn Joseph hummed the tune he got on the king's highway and headed north never could stand frankincense and myrrh And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the story of Christmas. And what better way to end this February 2022 episode of Men Seeking Tomahawks and the greatest hits of Tom Proceeds than telling the story of the Joseph. Now, if you liked this episode and you liked some of these fun shenanigans that took place, you definitely want to stick around because Men Seeking Tomahawks will return to our regularly scheduled program next week. So make sure to stick around for that. Let's hear what Jack was doing. I, I said he was on assignment, really. There's all kinds of chicanery going on right now, and and he's got some splaining to do. Right, Lucy? But with that, it's my turn to do what Jack normally does, and that's to let you know that menseekingtomahawks.com is where you need to head for all the latest MST news and check out past episodes and check out all of the Tom Proceeds greatest hits. There's a little search bar up there in the right-hand corner. You just type in whatever you're into and you'll get some results. That's guaranteed. As always, check us out on the socials. We're MS Tomahawks on Twitter and Instagram and we're on Facebook too. So you can say hi to any of those channels. Jack's been known to retweet a thing or two, so if you tweet at Jack at MS Tomahawks, you're going to get some love. Lots and lots of social media love. So much love. But with that, I wish you my love and my sincere appreciation for listening to this best of Men Seeking Tomahawks episode. Thank you. For Jack, I'm Dan. And for Dan, I'm Dan. We'll see you next week. (laughs) 